feeling in touch with your religious side? Wanting to rid yourself of sin? It's your lucky day because God is a trans woman, woman. Sasha Sidek. And Jesus is non-binary, binary, binary. Jacob Gamble. Join us on Queering the Air every Sunday from 3 to 4 p.m. Queer and trans, arts, politics, pop culture, and everything in between. Only on 3CR Community Radio. Come worship at the altar of your queerness desires. We would like to acknowledge that this event and all of the work that we undertake as a crew happens on a stolen land. We wish to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the traditional custodian of this land we call now Melbourne. We pay respect to their elders' past, presence and emerging. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We also would like to extend our respect to our trans elders past and present. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the first episode of Coring the Air Going Live 2024 with me, Sasha Sidek. My pronouns is she because I will never be her. <laughs> so, um, happy midsummer. Um, midsummer start off with the carnival last Sunday that was epic um, I think we're getting back the groove with all the crowds again um, and um, the party was um, I, I, to be honest I was speechless with uh, a lot of artists like Samuel Gaskin Lion um, uh, closed the um, event and also Cerulean, uh Miss First Nation um, also performed at the um, the main stage at Midsummer Carnival. But um, there's more. There's like three weeks to uh, of um, events, um, exhibition, performances. And today I have um, Delcy Moletta, um, public program producer for Queer Photos by Midsummer, and um, pronoun she, they. It's a proud queer fan person and the owner of the LGBTQIA plus organizations, Unicorns. And um, Delcy has spent the last 15 years working to create safer space uh, for the LGBTIA plus community through music and art events, friendship and dating ev evenings, peer support groups, queer fitness clubs, Queer craft session and even festival. Wow, <laughs> what a what a resume! What a cute little CV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to Queering the Air, Delcy. Yeah, nice to be here. Yeah. So we're gonna talk more um, with this um, uh, queer photos. That is, this is the the very first year that um, you are organizing this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. This is the first ever queer photo festival, which is part of Midsummer, but it's also in collaboration with this other organization called Photo Australia, yes. who's been doing a few years of these really incredible indoor and outdoor art exhibitions. Um, but this is the first year there is a queer specific one. Mm. And um, when you say queer photos, this is like almost like an exhibition or there's a performances. I mean, yeah. you know, art peop artsy people have, you know, always thinking out of the box. So I would love to know more about this. Yeah, th this, is an, this is an epic undertaking. It is kind of hard to explain, but it's a combination of indoor and outdoor 
um, art exhibitions. So we're taking over public art spaces like parks, like Payne Reserve and Newport, but we're also in spaces like the Footscray Community Arts Centre, Werribee Park Mansion, the substation, Trocadero Art Gallery. So over two months, we're going to have these art installations from local and international LGBTQI plus artists. So some of them are going to be on like huge plinths in the parks. You'll see beautiful <gasps> queer portraits of, yes. um, of people, but some of them are indoor in exhibitions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then across the two months, there's going to be 30 events that kind of either speak to the art or are about queerness and photography. So you can come and have your portrait taken with an artist called Alexis D, um, mm-hmm. or you can come and learn about how to take portraits with Matto um, Lucas, or you can come and hear artist talks from people who are displaying the art within the festival. Awesome. And um, with how do you um, find all these um, um, artists, photographers? Yeah, really good question. Um, the curator of the exhibitions is Brendan McCleary, who's a creator from Photo Australia. So he's done a really incredible job of finding artists, a really intersectional and diverse group of people. Some mm. are international, so we're flying people over from America, the wow. UK. We've got Faf Swag, who's this wonderful voguing group from New Zealand coming over to exhibit their work. Yes, and I the, saw their you know, documentary. Faf yes. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm so excited. So they're coming to the launch party with okay. Five Circle will be there exhibiting their art, but they're also – and then we've got local artists who could kind of pitch their ideas to Photo Australia um, and then be part of the exhibition as well. So we've got lots of talented local people like Lila Benetti um, who will be exhibiting their work as well. So Yay. Yeah. Wow. And this exhibition is going from 27 January to 24th March. Correct. Wow. that's It's long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's long, yeah. So we're kicking off with this like pretty big launch party at the substation on Saturday. So yeah. there's going to be DJs like Shinobi, Joe Christie, Elise yes. Tully. Um, we're going to have the Nam Ballroom community performing. Yeah. And then we're going to have artists like Faf Swag, Vic Bacon and Leilani showcasing their work, launching their work. Um, <laughs> see some beautiful art, um, connect with the artists, make your own art. There'll be like a photo booth with Matto and just like celebrate queerness photography and like this really incredible representation that we have because so, we're going to be really taking over the West. Like yeah. we're there from Footscray all the way to Werribee. So queers are going to be everywhere. It's going to be up for two months. Okay. So, and they're called what's called public art, which means they're open to the public, um, and they're all free. Mm-hmm. And some of them, yeah, will be in parks, so you could look at it 24 hours a day. Yeah. Some of them are in spaces <laughs> that are opening hours, like 9 yeah. to 5. Um, but, yeah, for two months you can go and see the art, but then we've got 30 events that right. kind of pop up that connect to the art. So, all like, right. you know, Lila Bonetti is showcasing this incredible work called Black and Blur, which is looking at the black and trans experience. Mm. So you can go and see that. That'll be on for two months. But then for one day only, you can meet them and hear them do an artist talk okay. and have, like, an in-conversation. So it's a bit hard to explain, but it's, like, two months of exhibitions but then there's 30 events you can engage with over those two months and lots of launch parties and other fun things that's amazing oh wow and how long did you I mean, I'm pretty sure you have a team. How long did you? <laughs> you <I> said no. <laughs> <laughs> so there's Brendan McClary who's like yeah. organizing the exhibitions and it's just me producing the events. Wow. Okay. Um, so how long did you take to organize this event? Um, I've been hired just to produce this project and I started maybe like four months ago. Okay. A part-time yep. role producing this cute little festival. So yeah, it's been a big undertaking, but we're working Sounds with some big. incredible yeah. venues who've been like doing a lot of the legwork as well. Um so, yeah, it's exciting because it's the first one. So it'll be interesting to see how people receive it, how they yeah. feel. Like, yeah. Well, I'm already excited. Yeah, it's really exciting to see what's happening in the West because we know like heaps of queer people live out there, but oh, there yeah. hasn't always been heaps of queer things Correct. for us to engage with. Um, so I think it's really exciting that we're focusing there because obviously, you know, a lot goes on in the South 
in Melbourne, lots goes on in the north. So Correct. let's yeah. bring let's bring some stuff to the so west. To us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's. Do you have a favorite? Who, who would <laughs> that would be a oh, very okay, well, controversial there, there, question. It, like, can't have a favorite, but like. There's definitely some that I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm excited. Like um, there's these filmmakers, Derek Lynch and Matthew Thorne, who created this uh, short film called Dipped in Black, which okay. looks at um, like the First Nations Aboriginal experience kind of intersecting with being queer. Yeah. And this is an award-winning documentary that we're lucky enough to be screening, but we're screening in a way that's going to be like immersive. So you walk into a space and the documentary is going to be projected on the walls. So it kind so of feels like you're a part of it. So it's going to be an experience, not it's just to experience. watch. Yeah. 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 And then we're flying them over to come to Nam on, I think it's the 3rd of Feb. So you can meet the filmmakers, watch the film and then hear from them. And I just think that's going to be a really, I feel really like honoured that we were being able to like screen this film and hear from the filmmakers. Mm, good on you, babes. You get to fly people in. I mean, it's must nice be babe. really. <laughs> really. Well, <that's- laughs> Let us meet you. <laughs> yeah, this is this is massive. It is big. Yeah, yeah, it's really big. I feel I feel very honored that like I was given the role of being able to produce this mm. festival and like that it's just something we haven't seen before. Like queerness photography, like two month long opportunity to really engage with this program. And I like that it's also just like open to the public and everything. Everything is free, yeah. and so that anyone can get engage with art. Because sometimes I feel like visual art has been something that not everyone feels like is for them. Like it's yeah. a bit like highbrow, whereas like everything's for free and like all the workshops are going to be based in a way that you can engage with it even if you have no experience in photography. So you can come and learn I like will, how I'll- to take portraits or. <laughs> okay, so um, how do people get um, information for this fabulous, amazing, humongous <laughs> event? Yes. Um, so yeah, go to Midsummer and then just type in Queer Photo and you'll mm. see all the exhibitions and all the events. The exhibitions you don't need to book in for, just like rock up, have a good time. Yeah. But any of the events book in for because they're all for free. So half of them are already booked out. Oh, no way. So like yes. I got you all That's excited good. about the launch, but it's already booked out. But there's lots of other <laughs> yeah. uh, lots of other workshops, talks, launches. We've got like five launches. So yeah. oh, awesome. one for every venue. Yay. So lots to do. But yeah, head online and just reserve your free tickets. So yeah, you can get in the door. That's amazing that it's also free. So, you know, there's no excuse for you not to go. Yeah. <laughs> and we've tried really hard to make it like super accessible. Like Mm-mm. nothing will ever be 100% accessible for everyone. But everything has wheelchair access. Lots are Auslan interpreter. There's audio described tours for people who are blind and low vision. And yeah, obviously everything's free. So yeah, we're proud of being able to try and make it as accessible as we can. That's awesome. And is this the first time um, you yourself uh, being um, part of the Midsummer Festival? Yeah, this yeah. is actually my first time working for Midsummer. I've spent the last 10 years, yeah, producing queer dance parties under my brand Unicorns. Yes. So I only just like stopped running Unicorns April last year. I was like, after 10 years of running Queer Raves, I was like, yeah. I'm a bit tired. So I was like, <laughs> I thought I might try working with someone else. And, yeah. you know, I love queer events so might as well go work for midsummer for a bit (laughs) (laughs) they have the money (laughs) and um okay so look out for our queer photos um that is showcasing on um the 27th january um to 24th march and you can get all the details at our um website at queering the air 3cr and also you can just type in um summer festival queer photos and yeah is there anything else that you want um maybe potential attendees to know or 
Um, but yeah, I just like selling. <laughs> I think like it's. I just want everyone to know that it's open to everyone. Like you don't have to be someone that you know is like feels like they you know totally grasp visual arts or they studied visual arts. It's yeah. like open to anyone, whether you've picked up a camera before or you just want to see queer people represented in a new and exciting way. Like I think it's a really cool opportunity to engage with visual art you know even if you never have before yeah yeah. yay okay thank you so much um delcy for being here at coring the air and definitely um i'm gonna check out some of the events and maybe turn up and maybe i'll see you around and maybe say hi have a champagne yeah let's do it (laughs) (laughs) thank you all right next up will be i'll be speaking to a group of queer arabs I have the queer Arabs team here and the boys here will be talking about um, about their creating history here because they're going to be marching at um, the Pride March here in Nam and also at the Mardi Gras, Sydney Mardi Gras this year. So um, I have the team from Nam here. So um, without further ado, let me introduce you my friend, my very good friend here, Basim. Hi, Basim. Hey, Mama Sash. Hi, how are you? I'm doing very well. And can I say it is a privilege and an honor to be on the first show of the year. Yes. I thought, you know, I've been following um, you on Instagram with the queer Arabs. And I thought, oh, wow, this is, I've never seen one before. So I thought this must be new. And then I got in touch with you and you told me this is, yeah, this is, um, breaking news. (laughs) Essentially, that's exactly what it is. Um, I think. If you're queer and Arab, something that you tend to find is a bit of a void in the community. Mm -mm. There are queer Arabs about, but in terms of a congregation, um, there have been some in the past, but... You know, it's it's really tricky if you don't know it and you don't have a strong community. So I'm trying to build this presence of queer Arabs and MENA. So mm. MENA is Middle East and North Africa. We're a very inclusive. It's very open. Uh, we also need to understand that part of being a queer Arab or a queer person from the MENA region is having loved ones and friends and families that aren't from that region. I know what you're talking because not all Middle Eastern person is Arabs because we have Budi here. Budi is not Arabs. He's... Um, he's from Egypt and he identify as African. <laughs> <laughs> because my partner do not see himself as Arab. My partner is Egyptian. All right. So, um, in- why don't you t- introduce your team here? Well, yeah, I want to say something yeah. before we start, just like um, acknowledging that it's been like 109 days on the war mm-hmm. against Palestine and I would like to ceasefire. Um, yes, ceasefire always. always. I mean, at 3CR, we are a big support of the ceasefire in Palestine. And we've been covering um, the rally um, broadcast every Sunday as well. So, And we even won an award for that too. So I just want to flex that. <laughs> <laughs> and That's appreciated for sure. Yeah, and you should be flexing it. And I think that's something that we really need to admire and appreciate, especially in our community. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of conversation as to what should happen, what could happen. 
happen. Yes. But it takes the focus off. Uh, I would like to talk more a little bit about that as well because, you know, there's a lot going on and um, um, with what's happening, um, especially with the rally and then some of other people are doing it for a different kind of um, intention as well. So I want to talk about Lelida. But now we want to talk about <laughs> queer Arabs. Hello, please introduce yourself. Fantastic. So my <laughs> name is Bas. I'm the founder. Um, and the reason why I founded this is because I thought there was a little bit of a void in the community. Um, and I was overthinking it. I wanted to connect. And I thought, you know what, just let's just make it happen. You can't be a passenger in life. You just have to jump in and make it happen. And yes. it started from Sydney Mardi Gras because I went to my first ever Sydney Mardi Gras, which was the World Pride. Um, we did it I, we, yes, we did. Yeah, That's true. <laughs> uh, and I was waiting that whole time for the queer Arab float to come and it just never came. Yeah. And I spoke to community and they said it hasn't been one in a long time or in a while. So I'm like, we've got to make this happen. So I started it and then some really good friends jumped on board and that's how we have, and I'll let them introduce themselves. But yes. Michael, you can start. Hi, Sasha. Thank Hi. you for having us. It's always very exciting to listen to you speak about anything. Uh, thank you. So thank you. Um, my name is Michael and I am helping Bass and helping the group in kind of reaching a wider audience by translating and interpreting some of the resources we put out and also making sure that in any event we have, in any gathering that we have, we create, we have access and we have support for people who don't speak English, who mm. would like to attend our events, our picnics, our um, rally, our any event that we create, we need to have that space for people. And we're all working very hard to create that. And I'm very proud to be a queer Arab and especially a queer Arab uh, and part of the people helping make this group become a reality for everyone. Yes. Yep. Thank you. Next uh, up. <laughs> I'm, I'm Yasser. Um, I've known Bas for a couple of years now, and um, I feel like the two of us, I've got an Egyptian background as well. Like, <laughs> I think I might be North African. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah, that, I speak because Arabic. my partner would um, never see himself as Arab. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I to say African, but we are Middle Eastern. Um, yeah. I feel Bas and I have had very similar experiences that we both grew up in Melbourne, but we didn't really have much of a connection with other queer Arabs like mm. us. Um, and so we kind of went most of our young and adult lives without meeting others. So when I met him a couple of years ago, he then kind of opened the door to all, many similar experiences. And I actually had my first experience at World Pride and Mardi Gras last year too. I didn't yeah. realize that was your first. Um, and as soon as you said, and I watched the parade also from, you know, top of a the building, there was no Arab float. And as yeah. soon as I said, let's, let's give this a go. I was like, yep, I'm, I'm happy to kind of help out where I can. Yeah. I'm not creative in any way, nor do I read or speak Arabic, but you know, I'll just do what I'm told. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. But can you dance though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm good at choreography. Yeah. He's funny. You can say good jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yes. I'm Budi. I also, I, I wasn't born in Australia, so I moved four and a half years ago. And when I first um, also um, marched in the Pride, in Melbourne Pride March or in the Sydney Mardi Gras, I was like saddened to not find an um, Arab float or an Arab existence. And I think I've tried several times to ask people or like ask the Arabs I met to um, 
to march but they're all like um, afraid because of the stigma in the community mm. and it was always hard to find people who were excited to do it so i'm glad it's happening now i'm so. so glad that you're actually doing this because you know w you know me i'm an activist and you know i always like f you i'm gonna do it <laughs> anyway so <laughs> so um i love that you are doing this you know you breaking stigma here as well you know i know um you're gonna get backlash anyway so, but you know haters gonna be ha haters gonna hate anyway so mm. you know who cares so um let's talk more about um um you know how long the process is i mean like have you thought about this for a long time um where the inspiration comes from i mean like of course you said you didn't see any float um at the sydney mardi gras last year um is that the inspiration came from um Kind of. And I was actually thinking about this for a little bit. And I think it's just the need for community. And I, I think, you know, if you are, if you've got intersectionality, mm. you know, there's a lot of communities that you can relate to on certain levels. It's sometimes tricky to find a community that you can relate to on such a deep level multiple times. You know, I can connect with my Arab community and say, remember that time Theta would cook this or slap us for not doing this or, you know, break the, you know, the slipper out to try to hit us. And we can relate to that. Yeah. But I can't necessarily relate to them about, hey, remember that time we tried to pick up a guy? You know what I mean? <laughs> so well, having that connection is really incredible for the community. And, you know, it, my need for that is really evident because I'm wanting to be part of that. And mm. it wasn't, until I realized how widespread that need for community was. Cause setting this up, people were like, oh, I want to get involved. I want to do this and I want to join in and I want to support and I want to be there because people just want to be around people that understand them and exactly. get Exactly. You know, yeah. I can relate to this because being trans and also Muslim and it's like, I have to come up uh, twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, I can relate to this like being Arab and also, you know, the stigma, being queer as well. And, you know, you... Of course, you you are afraid that you're gonna offend people, your family members. But you know what? You you're supposed to do it for you. You mm. you're supposed to do things that makes you happy and find that community, and then you know you create that community, and then you can back each other up. Exactly. That, yeah. And what I find is it's about acceptance, mm. you know, and that deep acceptance. You, I want to create a space, or we want to create a space that where people come in, they feel the love and support there's no judgment you can be anything or anyone um because it's open to all and i actually want to give a shout out to sam in the back who's michael's <laughs> yeah. partner who is his support person shout out He's sam not actually actually my support animal yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's actually not just my support person. oh that's yeah. nice yeah, yeah. It's just a big golden retriever dog <laughs> so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no but i agree so actually with bass quite a lot on this idea that mm. um we all kind of have that deep-rooted kind of desire to feel a sense of belonging. Mm. And I think when I just heard you speak about how this idea came to you and how you felt the need to create this space, I think we all feel it on a varying level. And we obviously have not only the need to make that community, but also the desire and the effort to create it and to, to take tangible steps. And I feel like mm. when people see that those steps being taken and this effort being put, I think everyone just wants to get involved because they need to feel that sense of belonging especially in a place as divided i feel and as kind of divisive of like australia and yeah. and especially within nam and yeah there's a lot of hate and division and kind of oppressive kind of 
tactics and things mm. happening around us that make us feel silenced yeah, and kind of, of suppressed. And I think the chance to show ourselves and kind of be visible for everyone in a in an event mm. as kind of diverse as Midsummer or in Sydney Mardi Gras, I think is a big, big step for everyone. And Definitely. I think it will grow year after year. I think this 100%. will be just the beginning of a of an avalanche of just work and effort and people joining hands and actually creating something quite impressive. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. just glad you guys are leaders here. You know, you're taking the first step here and you're definitely going to inspire a lot of other Arabs out there or Middle Easterners. Mina, mm. do you say Mina? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mina or Swana as well. Yeah, yeah. Got that as well. yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to actually come out and join you and be proud for who they are. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Think, uh, sorry. Yeah. Just, um, no, like we, s- we were speaking earlier about like uh, all of us growing and not seeing like other queer people that we can connect to. So I think visibility for us and for the young um, Arabs growing that need to feel like that there are other people they can look up to and join and not feel alone in mm. being queer Arabs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just do want to make a note as well that um, we're not the first queer Arab group. Um, obviously, there was quite a few. Like, Helm is absolutely amazing. They're a queer Arab group. And part of the reason why our first event was a picnic, because I remember going there and just feeling amazing, just being around community, just at a setting yeah. where you can have a picnic, have, be- like, bizzard and having three people <laughs> were bring out Geely and playing music. And I just kind of wanted to recreate that. So um, There's going to be another picnic coming up, isn't there it? There is yeah. going to be another All right. picnic. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. So um, the picnic that you had, that was the first event um, by um, Queer Arabs. And, and was it a good turnout? <laughs> it was incredible. Yay! <laughs> and I don't think I could have done it without um, Buddy and Yas at the time as well. Um, yeah. Michael wasn't part yeah, of it, so not it's not that he wasn't. And I think um, Yas and Buddy can attest that I, it wasn't much notice. I was yeah. like, let's just make it happen. Because sometimes when you overthink things, you overplan yeah, things, do you not overthink. Things. I used to be that person happen. though. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was just like, F it. I'm just going to keep doing. And, you know what we got to lose right Mm, exactly yeah i think really um the only mistake that you made that day was planning the event to start before midday knowing full well (laughs) that arabs arrived two to three hours but you got you know what bas Bas told me about this you guys gonna be late but you guys on time today (laughs) (laughs) i was surprised because my first guest supposed to arrive a lot earlier than you guys so yeah Yeah. i literally worked 200 meters that (laughs) 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 we're close by as well that's our only reason <laughs> and I told them we started half an hour early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You preemptively yeah. make sure that we're late, but we're late, but still on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you mix ethnics and queers, it's we're so it's so funny. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm I I always mix around with every culture, like also the Samoan culture, the Maori culture, um, even my own culture, the Malay culture. But when I meet, they all have the same thing. Oh, they always have like the Arab time, the Samoan time. That yeah. means they're always late. So I guess, yeah, I said, oh, okay. Um, I guess I just have to wait. Even like yeah. in Bali, they always like, if you build a villa, they say like, you have to work with Bali time. Yeah. <laughs> because if you say that villa gonna, gonna um, build within um, one year, it's gonna be two years. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Bali time. So you just have, I, I mean, I come build from... the villa. What's happening there? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I come from Singapore. Like everything has to be on time. Mm-hmm. Like super OCD. So coming here a bit more relaxed now. I mean... 
I used to be super OCD, like, where the F are you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. now I'm so relaxed because I've been here for quite some time. So I guess I'm Melbourne time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, when we come back, um, we're going to speak more on the Queer Arabs and also about the march. And um, yeah, so be right back. I have this uh, amazing team of Arab, uh, queer Arabs here um, with me in the studio today. And um, we've been talking about, um, you know, about their organization. I would say the organization, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it will be. Yeah. 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 You just have to register it soon and yeah. make it. Um, yeah. So it's a, a new organization here that is founded by Bears and a few others here with uh, a team and um, and they will be creating history here because they're going to be marching at um, the the midsummer. Um, Pride March and also the Sydney Mardi Gras. So you know. Being involved, a lot of organization that being involved in Midsummer and also Sydney Mardi Gras, you know, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of backlash, um, especially when they are working with um, the police and then also, you know, ping washing. Um, do you get any backlash, you mm. know, um, being involved at Midsummer? Let's talk about Midsummer first, yeah. Yes. Yes? Yeah, absolutely. I won't be surprised. Um, and, you know, it's hard because... I'm an activist at heart. Yes. I'm an yes, advocate. Yes, you are. I, I'm at the rallies every week. Mm. I am um, vocal about a lot of issues. I'm there. I'm standing in solidarity. Mm. Um, 
And, you know, we've had some messages come through on our Instagram. Um, and I've, at the moment, purposely left them up. Mm. These messages are holding wherever we're marching accountable. So in this case, Midsummer, um, what they've done wrong. And to be honest, part of me wants to go delete because it makes the organization look bad. But the other part of me goes, well, where's the accountability here? Mm. It needs to be visible so people can see it. And yep. then I private message them and I kind of have a conversation with them because that's what community is. You need to have these conversations. Yeah. Know? We're in this difficult position now where do we join the counter marches and do we do those things and just reduce our visibility or do we actually make our presence? Do we mm. make ourselves seen? And by doing that, we are then opening a channel for queer Arabs that wouldn't know about the alternative events. They get to see us, they get to celebrate a pri their pride and an aspect of themselves that has been hidden away for so long. Yeah. It's very challenging as an advocate and an activist to kind of try to mitigate both mm. of those things. You know, um, with me, you know, as a person of colour, um, I like to take up space, you know, <laughs> especially at white events, even though they said, like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this and we're doing that. But bitch, I'm getting paid. So, you know, I'm taking up space. So like Midsummer is a really big organization and also they have money. So it's a good platform for you to be visible. So we do get backlash as well with Midsummer, you know, um, saying like, oh, I'm supporting um, the Vic Poll. I'm supporting pinkwashing. I'm not supporting any shit. <laughs> I'm supporting myself because I grew up with Midsummer. I came here um, in the early 2000s and that was my first festival, Midsummer, and came here that I get to meet all my peers, my LGBTQIA plus people. And, mm -hmm. you know, and it's a safe space where we can have fun, be ourselves. Um, and Midsummer has been going on since 1979. So, you know, some of these sometimes... I want to say the young ones as well, you know, they do not grow up with Midsummer, So that's why they are so against it so much. And you need to see the bigger picture here. Some of us grew up with Midsummer, with the, the peer of our, our LGBT community. And it brings us a lot of joy as well. So why can't we just draw a line? I mean, why have everything has to be political? Mm -hmm. You guys have yeah. to say anything about that? A lot of those big groups that are there also are part of what made some, make Midsummer what it is mm. as well. So the reason why Midsummer has gotten so huge is because of so many different groups contributing to its creation and it's building it up to make it more accessible for everybody, not just um, not just the people of certain groups, but everyone who is queer and an ally to the queers as well is welcome to it. And that's kind of what makes it such a special and safe place for all of us. Mm -hmm. so it is it a is, safe space. Yeah, it's yeah. important to recognise that for sure. Mm. And I think in our community as well, um, we don't always get to celebrate pride, you know, mm -hmm. and that's part of our, you know, getting together and finding ourselves because this is an opportunity for us to get to do that or for people that march for the first time or get to share those experiences. And if it wasn't there, then it would be, they wouldn't have it. They wouldn't yeah. be having those opportunities. Yeah. I think the pride marches generally started because it was like a, a protest. A protest, yeah. A rally, and I exactly. And we're there to protest like our existence itself is a protest and it's why like it is I, when you I, I when you march that yeah, is a protest yeah, already our like visibility is a protest mm. Arab queers were not accepted in many in lots of our cultures and people don't want us to be visible and just being there I think is a whole like um, a protest in itself but mm. uh, but also I, I see the other side of Vic police shouldn't be there and also the uh, all the corporations uh, capitalizing Correct. on being gay just during this period and then maybe hating on us later. So there is two sides to the story. Of course, but you were there for you. 
not for mm. you know all this political stuff you know even though we're acknowledging it it's just that we want to be visible mm. at these events 100 mm. that's that's the important thing for me like we've all faced backlash at some point in our lives being oh, queer arabs right not, not just from the the general public but from our own families yeah. as well yes um i got married early last year and that's the first gay wedding in like our extended family or anything like that and yeah throughout the entire process there was backlash on why you're doing this why you're making it so public why do you want you know, the cousins and the relatives overseas to find out about all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And I was quite, I was very quiet about all of that as well until, and I don't think I wouldn't have considered myself an activist either. Um, until I saw a post on social media that a cousin overseas posted, which was an illustration of a father shielding his children from a rainbow mm-hmm. in the bed saying, mm-hmm. I'm protecting my children from what, you know, that's society beautiful. Yeah, tells yeah, yeah. Me. And at that point I was like, you know what? I am going to call this out. And we did a wedding video and I featured that post mm-hmm. yeah. in the wedding video, which has since gone viral and they've seen it. And I'm glad that they saw it. I got a good kick out of it and I yeah. kind of yeah. want to do more of that and, and ex- expand that visibility to everyone who's younger than me and who's seeing, experiencing the same thing. Um, why do they have to get to, you know, age 30 and be jaded? Yeah, <laughs> and, I hate yeah, the fact that age, we yeah. always have to fight yeah. for um, yeah. our freedom. Like, Why? We're, we're just human. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. I mean... Yeah. Queers are political. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and we do have to kind of steal the spotlight. From, yes. From those corporations, from those people we are boycotting, we are trying mm. to get away from, like Vic Paul. We are trying to take a space within that... Take out that thread. space. Yes. Take that space. Yes. And also the, the desire to be in a counter-protest is very strong in all of us. We mm. all feel a strong sense that we should be kind of against those big organizations, this pinkwashing, this sense yes. of kind of meddling with gay lives, especially in the Middle East with what's happening in mm. our sister yeah. country in in Palestine with what's happening there. It's yeah. quite, gay people are being used to move forces and yeah. shed light on colonizing states and making them seem like mm. they are protecting us where in fact we are here we are queer we are yeah. we're happy to be queer we're and not we going are anywhere we're not going anywhere <laughs> so it's really important to take that space and yeah the take out that space you know and and shine brighter than vic pole yeah <laughs> <laughs> we sure will we sure will yeah we've got our own poles yes <laughs> and i think as uh yeah said like and, and lining in with the activism and advocacy mm. you know Advocacy and activism doesn't necessarily mean jumping and marching and screaming and, you know, being there in the front. Yes. It's amazing when people are. I love it. Yeah. But it also could be sharing a post. It also could be, like, just doing something small because you don't understand the impact that has, especially for the people True. that aren't ready to speak out for themselves. Mm. And that's why I value allies so much because my allies that have been throughout my life has always protected me and always spoken up for me and all those sorts of things when I wasn't ready to do that for myself. Um, and I think that's... At what we're doing we're being visible so other queer arabs or people from the MENA region or really anyone can see that and go i want to i can do that i can express myself and be accepted by community and i am going to say one thing that i heard from um <laughs> the protesters which i absolutely love and i will use this forever um when someone asks well was a protest dangerous mm. the response will be no the police were well behaved that mm. day <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I mean, 
they need to be taught <laughs> because with the trans community i do have um a focus group with the vic pol lgbt community where we teach them how to behave how they treat us on the street wow yeah i know yeah. hello <laughs> teacher and, educator yeah i educate the vic pol so we had our first meeting this year as well last week and um no talking about the palestine rally right um you know there's a few um videos coming out on tiktok instagram where i don't know if they are middle eastern but they look white young white um kids who are choreographing dance with um the flag and even like that um on that day uh the carnival um they went on a rampage um at the uh the stall yeah. yeah and and yeah so and then they use um you know they use palestine um rally as an excuse what do you have to say to these people i mean like you know people are doing it for the real thing on sunday and you know and even like in port melbourne and these people are using you know bring bad names to the the actual movement look uh, wait <laughs> I, i don't want to say it's bad names like um I feel like people can protest in the way they feel suitable for them. Like, I don't particularly hate it. Like, I know maybe it's like a bit aggressive, but I'm also like secretly an ar- anarchist, so I don't mind. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like they didn't do much. You know, they didn't just hit anybody. They just like you know like nudge them a little bit. Like, because police have been also hitting the protesters in the port and like have been uh, uh, spray uh, whatever like spraying, spray can spray them yeah, and yeah. The police isn't that innocent no nor the labor nor the liberal they're all like part of supporting um israel in its fight against gaza like like the struggle is different it's been a long time and if people like wants to want to steam out in a different way i wouldn't say it's a bad view because they didn't do much violence they're just like push the table it's fine <laughs> <laughs> i want to push the table too yeah but they broke some um stuff as well so you know um property damage, property damage yeah so i like and i'm i'm going to jump in here because there's bass the founder of queer arabs australia and i need to kind of understand how as a found as a group as an organization mm. how we lead and discuss and talk about this which i'm still finding my feet on mm-hmm. and i still need to work out a consensus because I want to make this safe and comfortable for our community. Yeah. So I can't speak on that just yet because I don't have it. But Bass, the activist, sees that and thinks, well, would we have had what we had if Stonewall didn't have a brick thrown through a window? Mm. Would we have that if we so, didn't have the activism? And and protests, you know, are meant to disrupt. And I think that disruption became visible and that got seen and that got shown and that got widespread. And now, you know... It's not just a, oh, we don't support laser, but someone has actually gone there and done something. So in terms of, I, I can't speak of the impact, but I definitely saw it because yeah. it did happen and was shown. So yeah. I don't know where I stand in terms of the, the group or the organization. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't believe in violence. Um, um, I'm a big activist and I don't think, you know, violence solve anything mm-hmm. here. But, you know, sometimes in Australia, people tend to, copy what's happening in america as well you know we are such a copycat here and mm-hmm. thinking like violence will solve anything um well if you want violence go 
get the big leaders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair, fair, Why fair. throw tables at our queer events? Mm-hmm. Um, go throw a stone at their offices. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, you can cause a disruption and a protest without causing violence. Yeah, right? lots of peaceful, disruptive mm-hmm. protests like. The Westgate Bridge. Because there's like kids <laughs> yes, around too. The At these queer events, there's kids. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want them to see all this violence. Yes, you can protest, whatever, but, you know, minus the violence because mm-hmm. we, we we have to acknowledge that there's kids around. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, especially when, when Arabs and Palestinian people mm-hmm. are being shown as aggressors in the conflict and in the war and yeah. the genocide that's happening right now. Mm. I think there is a power in showing that we can protest and we are supporting this cause in a very peaceful way. Yeah. It is a quite of a strong kind of contrast with the image that the West and the mm. propaganda being propagated against the Palestinian people of them throwing rocks or mm. being the violent ones. Mm. Well, not really. We are protesting here very peacefully. We may be disrupting the traffic in the city and you might not be yes. able to get to Melbourne <laughs> Central in a tram, but you can walk, you yes. can you can move your legs, you yes. can do something, but it's about reminding people that we exist peacefully mm. without kind of know, propagating the, any of that image. Throwing rocks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I throwing, throwing rockets. Bombs. Yeah, bombs. yeah, bombs, bombs, bombs exactly. Like hundreds of bombs are yeah. Anyway, but I'm happy to move on from yeah. the subject. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will just, just no, yeah. now. I, I will just make it very clear as well. Um, so I just to highlight it that you know our group isn't violent. We're yes. not there. I, that's for why I'm that. trying to get. Yeah. In. So so yeah. We're about inclusion. We're about peace. And there's a lot of power in restraint. Mm. Um, I think my point was really just to reference that you know, regardless of what we see and what we think and what we do, those those situations in history where there has been some kind of big disruption mm. are the ones that have caused change that's not what i'm advocating yeah, because for we don't want to have disruptions while you at your march because you know you this is the first one and you want it to be positive and fun friendly yeah. family friendly like that's that's the vibe we're going for. yeah speaking of inclusive i know we're all arabs but like we also um and, and Mina. Mid- yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mina, Middle East, and we encourage all our Turks, our Iranians, yes. everyone who identifies in Middle East to join us and be part of us. Like, the more the merrier we're not. And allies us. as well? They're partners and allies. Yeah. yeah. Yes, support, allies. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big ally. You are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Sam is a big ally as well. Yes. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, we're just not like Bessem was just saying that. The allies have been supporting us all our life and without them mm. we won't be nothing so allies are, are just as supported and as queer people for sure okay so um i'm gonna play a song and then when we come back i want to talk more what to expect at your march at the pride march
Alright, that was Ahmed Sa'ad um, I guess that was the song that I always played at every club Like at Habibi um, When's the last all time the we were? All the Habibis <laughs> The Club Arak um, That was so much fun Anyway, welcome back to our Queering the Air um, With me, Sasha And also the Queer Arabs team here uh, We've been talking about, you know the um creating history here in Nam um marching um the Fitzroy Street St Kilda on the is that the fourth yes. the fourth yes. of February so um first what number are you on <laughs> so we're in wave F wave F mm-hmm. okay what's that even mean <laughs> <laughs> so there's different waves there's a b c d e f and then uh, it just goes so, okay on. yeah um and what gets priority is as tradition within our community the dykes on bikes go first yes and then the queer groups and organizations go first and mm-hmm. lead the way and then after that it's the you know corporates businesses health services and stuff like that so it'll be and how early have first. you have to be at the oval 9.30 to 10 o'clock. Is that Arabs time or? No. Uh, 6 a.m. Arabs time. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, what about um, outfits, costume? Um, Do you have like t-shirts or merchandise? So I think that Yas is like happy to jump in and be excited to say. I think that's a work in progress, but I feel like I'm the only one who's wanting to actually wear a costume here. But I thought people could wear just cultural attire of their country. Mm. I've got a bunch of like Egyptian, like pharaonic gear that I'm going to be okay. wearing. Can, oops. <laughs> and make it um, gay by not wearing uh, uh, <laughs> a dress underneath. Okay. Just, just wear like the jewelry and all that sort of ah. stuff. Sure. Or you can skin. wear it. Yeah, sorry. I'm moving my hands a lot. Okay. I, I move my hands like an Arab. <laughs> yeah. um, we've got some like belly dancing gear as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever else other people can think of, but it's not really going to be a uniform mm. thing. It's going to be lots of color. Lots <laughs> okay. of color. And that's what I wanted to celebrate. So like, you know, when we're talking about strengths and weaknesses and everything, I can't do design. I think I'm the only queer person that can't do design. <laughs> but what I can do is get yes, things together. And what I wanted to do is celebrate all our cultures and all our communities and encourage people to come um, dressed in their, you know, cultural attire, but yeah. also not, have that be a barrier so anyone can come in dressed how they want i've got a few belly dancing uh skirts as well and we've got a few okay. different bits of attire that can support um people <laughs> and you have a float with big speakers as well we, we need a big speaker yeah <laughs> so <laughs> we've got um obviously for the midsummer it's a little bit of a smaller budget but okay. we definitely have a- that's the phone okay Um, We definitely have a bigger budget for Sydney Mardi Gras. Um, For Melbourne Midsummer, we do have um, our little float. We've got a DJ. We've got some music and stuff. Okay. And um, for Midsummer, for Mardi Gras, we've got the massive float. We've got, you know, the sound. We've got the light. We've got something that's going to go, wow. So Mm. who's designing this float? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> it's a collaboration. Like we have, okay. that, we have that banners that we printed that has all the different flags of the MENA region and like um, posters with different uh, signs and things okay. we say and like just also lots of uh, flags and stuff that we want to portray. And everybody's coming uh, along, like Yasser is saying, with like costumes that represent their 
um, culture. culture. Mm-hmm. Or BYO yeah. flag. Or BYO flag. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we'll have some belly dancers. We'll have some, you know, um, some people Dapka. doing the Dapka. Yes. Of course. And, uh, you know, we might even have a drummer as well. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That That's amazing that the last time that we went to Section 8 with all those performances. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Habibi Hafla. Yeah. You know how to do a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if anyone wants trying that party. Nice, awesome party, Habibi Hafla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um... Picnic. Let's talk about picnic. <laughs> that is coming soon, right? That is. That's on Sunday the 3rd of Feb, which isn't too far Saturday. away. Saturday, Saturday the 3rd of Feb. Okay, so Feb. wait. So it's <laughs> just, Saturday. just, Saturday. just Saturday. a day before the march. Yeah, it is. Okay, why? <laughs> why not a week before? We thought we'll meet... Like, we haven't... Like, we don't know, like, lots of people haven't met each other and other people aren't comfortable and, and some people just want to, like, meet us. Just be comfortable, yeah. Marching. Okay. Like I'm saying, it's hard for people to actually be visible and... and uh, yeah. And also, for people who are afraid to march, we also encourage them to f- uh, put a face mask or hide their face if they want Wear to. Wear the albaya. Where that <laughs> so yeah, so the picnic is basically for community building. We're gonna like uh, have food, music, uh, maybe like work on some belly dancing moves and like just like you know disconnection. Um, yeah, break the ice. Yeah, yeah. before the march. And and that's exactly exactly what we were planning on doing. And I do know that it is a mammoth task doing it on the day before. Yeah. But I also understand that gives us an opportunity to celebrate and just to be together and to meet the new people that you're going to see. Because sometimes when you go to these like you know, marches and you don't know anyone, it becomes a barrier and creating this social connection Correct. and this friendship is just so much, mm. so much better. And it gives us an opportunity to practice those dance moves as what you were saying. Yes. Well, I, I assume that having it the day before um, is a good way to keep everybody hyped as well. For it is, but don't day. tire you yourself before, because it's going to be a long day. Um, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 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 we're starting early, so. Yeah. 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 6 a.m. Arab time. Yeah. <laughs> Arab time. <laughs> I need to learn this. <laughs> and also, the time when we're starting the picnic is 1 p.m. Yeah. And yeah. it's in the Fitzroy Gardens. Yes. Correct. Yes. Yep. Next yeah. door here. Yeah. And all the information is available if you go to our Facebook or Instagram, where we're most active at Queer Arabs Australia. Yes. Um, and. As mentioned, we will have everything hopefully interpreted um, mm-hmm. by Michael um, and have everything available there. So, And it's not just a picnic and a pride march and then mid, you know, midsummer and Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. But these are things that we want to continue. We want to have these, you know, community events where we get together and we celebrate. And, you know, it's just a way to be connected with the community. And, yeah. you know, we want everyone to feel safe, feel supported, feel encouraged. And are you still looking for people to join in t- uh, the march for Absolutely. for f- uh, February? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. 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 All right. Sell. Mm-hmm. Sell it. No. Yeah. Like 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 we're saying. Like there are many people from our community who are boycotting midsummer, and others who mm. are afraid to be march and be visible. So whoever feels comfortable, even all the allies who are just going to be there to support us, are like are very welcome to come we're gonna have like fun and dance and like have snacks and water mm-hmm. come to the picnic and get Watermelon. to know them you know yeah. i think yeah. you're gonna love them because <laughs> yeah. i do love them here um you know they're so welcoming so i guess you know you are in a safe space and um you safe hands as well so yeah come mm-hmm. to the picnic 3rd of february um what time again 
at 1pm. 1pm, mm-hmm. um, Melbourne time or Arab time? <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne time. Melbourne time. Melbourne time at Fitzroy Garden. Best yeah. be there. We'll, <laughs> <laughs> you know? we'll all come at 2 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last time I set it up for 11am and um, I was there extra, extra early and then I forgot that everyone was queer and Arab. So uh-huh. <laughs> I was there for a while. Yeah. So yeah, please come um, and get connected with the Arab Amina community at um, on the 3rd of February at Fitzroy Garden at um one twelve pm yeah one pm one pm sorry PM. let make it twelve so you'll be there <laughs> one, so. yeah sure. <laughs> and again all the information will be uh, on our social media at Queer Arabs Australia and I just want to make a note as well that I want this to represent all members of our community not just a particular cohort I want to represent the queer Arab men the queer Arab women you know lesbians bisexuals intersex the elderly um, the the youth of our community it, it's this is the trans, hope, community. The trans community absolutely non-binary non-binary yes um, all genders all the, colors of the rainbow. all the yeah. Ra- yes <laughs> yeah any last words before we go each um, one of you yeah maybe I would like to share that we are building towards creating um, a support group in the future, not so soon, but we are building towards it. It will be hopefully run in Arabic so everyone has access to it, so yes. people can have that support they need. So please keep an eye out on our social media on Facebook, Instagram at Queer Arabs Australia. And please, please contact us even beforehand if you're interested and we'll definitely let you know directly if uh, if and when and when the group takes place and when it gets set up completely. Mm. Thank you. Goodie. Uh, I think I should. <coughs> I think I want to say something in Arabic. I feel like yeah, uh, do it. <laughs> but I haven't thought about it that much. Ya red kol had queer Arabic in Melbourne, in Don Melina, we have a safe space for all of them. Akid, the kilm warhab fihom. The safe space, يعني مكان آمن لإلكم تحسوا بالأمان وتكونوا مرتاحين وأكيد الكل مرحب يحضر ويشاركنا بهاي الفرحة لأنه هي بالأخير لإلنا نحنا لمجتمعنا للناس من بلادنا اللي بحسوا لحالهم إنه لوحدهم بهذا البلد أنتم ما نكون لوحدكم نحنا كلاتنا حواليكم فرجاء ننضموا لإلنا وشاركوا معنا بهاي الفرحة وإن شاء الله بنعمل هيك مجموعة حلوة كتير نلتقي كل فترة ونكون أصحاب ورفقة وهيك نعمل جو حلو أكيد بالضبط يعني ممكن حتى يعني بس نأكل مع بعض ونتكلم مع بعض ونتعرف على بعض يعني مش لازم تبقى حاجة كبيرة أكيد Yes. Oh yeah, that's a, that is a good point. Um, bring snacks if you like. It's not mm-hmm. a compulsory mm-hmm. thing. It's completely voluntary. Come and bring yourselves and have a good time. Mm. But if you'd like to bring any fruit, food, snacks, whatever you'd like to have, is yeah. also welcome. Your arrows. So you have to bring food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we definitely yeah. will be. Yeah. Usually there is too much for yeah. um, everyone, but there'll be takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. Bring, bring bring takeaway take box. Yeah. Bring right. your yeah. yeah. Um, and I think what I would say is, um, yeah, would love everyone to be involved. It is completely open and an accepting environment. You, If you don't know anyone, if you're fresh to Melbourne, if you struggle finding community, just come along and join. It is a safe and accepting space. And to anyone else out there that feels that there is a void within their communities, um, as Sasha mentioned before, just, just take the steps. You know, I... My goal is to create this, you know, big, massive float at Mardi Gras. Yes. And I said to everyone, if one or two people come, that's more people than there has been in the last few years. Mm, so mm. you can aim big, but 
just having a presence there will be felt by community and they will attend, but someone needs to just jump in the driver's seat. And do, do not overthink. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I'm no one special and nothing special, but what I can do is just say, you know what, I'm going to do it yeah. and be my stubborn self and make it happen. That's it. That's <laughs> well, it. And somebody has to play Heifa Wehbe at Sydney Mardi Gras. Like, yeah. it hasn't been done, but we have to play Heifa Wehbe. She's always it been a queer icon. It hasn't been done here either at yeah. the Pride uh, March exactly. in uh, yeah. Fitzroy Street. And she's yeah. our biggest queer supporter. <laughs> yeah, so we need to play. So the numb one will be a teaser. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, guys, uh, for being out curing the air. We are so thank you for having us, Sasha. We love you. We love you too. Thank you so much. I also, just one quick shout out to all the other queer elder Arabs who have kind of mm. been there and supported and have actually led the way for us to be here. Because at one stage we were the youth and they were doing the real tough battles and yeah. they were, you know, putting themselves on the front line. And we are now following in their footsteps so um and you know the queer arab march that has happened previously i know that one of them everyone had their faces covered oh, and course. we're celebrating not having to do that mm. oh everyone's mm, not mm, having to do mm. that you need to show your beautiful faces mm. <laughs> all right happy midsummer and i'm looking forward to your uh, march on the 4th of february because i'll be cheering from the top <laughs> <laughs>